0: Hi there, and welcome to Grab Your Light, the podcast. A podcast for young women of color who are trying to navigate a breakup, divorce, or co-parenting relationship with wisdom and grace, and all while maintaining their mental and emotional well-being. I'm Lauren, your host, and while I'm no expert, I've been through it. And now I'm here to walk you through it. Hi ladies, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth time, then welcome back. And thank you so much for listening again. So this month's theme has been reacting to the initial fallout of your breakup, separation, or divorce. And by fallout, I mean uh, other people's reactions to your breakup. We'll get to more aspects of the fallout in the coming months. But this month was just all about responding to people as they responded to your breakup. And so I think in the first episode, we talked about people's opinions. We talked a little bit about false hope that people will give you. And then we took a slight detour to address Valentine's Day. Now we're back on track. And today I'm going to talk about answering people's questions. People are inquisitive. People are curious. People are nosy. And so you will get a lot of questions. And that's for, you know, breakups in situationships, breakups in marriages, divorce. People just always want to know why, how, when, where, all of it. So we're going to talk about that. There were all kinds of questions asked whenever I told people that I was separated and getting divorced. Younger women would usually ask, did you see it coming or why? Older women would usually ask more specific questions like, well, what did he say when he left and what did he take with him? And then younger men wouldn't usually ask any questions, right? And by younger men, I mean men my own age. They usually wouldn't ask any questions. I don't think they quite knew what to say. If they did ask a question, it would be a very simple why. And older men would ask, so is there any chance you'll give him another try or can you forgive him? I mean, I commend them. They were very loyal to their fellow their fellow man. And they were always advocating for giving another chance. My reaction to these questions has changed over time. When I was first separated, just hearing the questions would feel like a dagger to the heart. Dramatic, I know, but it would. I could not believe I was even having to have that conversation, let alone give answers I didn't have, nor really even understand. The whole conversation would make me flustered, or sad, or embarrassed, or all three at one time. But mostly, I would feel annoyed that they were so insensitive or intrusive to be asking questions about my private life and my private affairs, right? So, this kind of leads to tip number one. Tip number one is to give people the benefit of the doubt. As you have learned, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, is that this is a very common tip. I will mention this very regularly to give people the benefit of the doubt, to just kind of go into things glass half full, optimistic, positive, that people are not out to get us, Um We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It took conversations with my parents and my therapist and just the healing nature of time for me to realize that people were not intending to be insensitive. They often didn't realize they were even being intrusive. They really meant to be caring and supportive, right? Because I mean, let's think about it from their point of view. Hearing news like, my husband left. It's baffling. It's baffling. It's confusing. No one hears that news without some element of shock. And I've learned this is even more so for people that are married and experiencing trouble in their marriage or single people who really want to be married. Hearing that your marriage just up and ended has the ability to kind of shake their ideas of marriage and commitment So they're asking, of course, because they want to know if you're okay, but they're also kind of asking because they really need to make sense of what they've just heard. They want to know, could this happen to me? Does this happen all the time? Are there warning signs to keep this from happening to me? It's kind of a self-motivated, oh my God, I can't let that happen to me kind of thing. So that's why we want to give them the benefit of the doubt because You know, we're all human. We're all kind of self centered at the end of the day, and not self centered in a negative way, but we are thinking of ourselves, right? Most of the time. And so they're usually just trying to make sense of this shocking information you've just presented them with, which is why we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. We're going to assume that that's what they're doing until they show us otherwise. So now, with my divorce being final, my life being stable, Hearing these questions isn't as rattling. It gives me an opportunity to tell someone how I've overcome such a huge obstacle. You know, it gives me a chance to encourage or inspire those that are facing that same hurdle or comfort those who are scared it could happen to them. I've also had to answer the question enough times that I've come up with a variety of humorous responses, (laughs) I had a bit of fun, right? I mean, if people are going to ask me questions, you probably shouldn't be asking me or that I probably don't want to answer. I'm going to make it worth my while. And so I would find out and try out different variations of answering the question. And I would do it in a way that kind of stopped the conversation right there in its tracks. So now we're going to move on to tip number two. Use the questions as an opportunity to reflect on the course of your relationship. And this is not reflect with the person who asked. This is a reflecting internally, like use those questions as like a journal prompt to just take a look back at your relationship. Um, Because a lot of times when our relationship ends, we need to evaluate, even if it wasn't quote unquote, our fault. We need to evaluate the the pattern, the cycle, the behaviors, a, so that we can feel a sense of closure about it so that we can move forward, but also so that we don't repeat it in our next relationship. So use these questions to reflect on that, you know to and again, not to reflect to that person, but just as a oh let me did I you know see that coming? Did I know it was gonna happen?" Were there were there flags that I ignored? Right. Because then and this is a side tangent and an uh, overuse of a trendy phrase right now. But there might be some trauma in your past that led to you ignoring very obvious warning signs and that you might not even really get to dig into if you don't stop to first do the reflection. So use the questions to reflect on your relationship and relationship patterns. With that said, I want to talk specifically about one question I received all the time, and that is Did you see it coming? This question, no matter how often I got it or who I got it from, always stumped me. I understood that people were asking it in order to understand why it happened to me and ultimately why it would happen to anyone. But I was never quite sure what the question meant. You know, were they asking, hey, did your husband say he was going to leave you before? Or were they asking, hey, did your husband say he was unhappy and you just decided to do nothing about it? Or were they saying, did you know your husband was the leaving kind? Whatever that means. Or, you know, were they asking, Did you have everything ready because you were prepared for this? I just didn't know. I didn't know the reason for asking, which I think made it even harder for me to answer the question. Often, depending on who was asking and the nature of the conversation, the question could have meant any one of those things, right? Sometimes I'd ask for more information for them to elaborate exactly what it is they're trying to find out from me. Sometimes I'd just say no. But when I just said no, I always felt like I was kind of lying. You know, I mean, I knew that my husband was unhappy. I would wager that everyone who gets divorced knows that somebody in that relationship is not happy. But we don't expect that person to leave. I thought that we were experiencing a valley in our marriage, uh, primarily because of our life's circumstances at the time. So yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was surprised by the feelings that drove him to leave, but I was most certainly surprised that his response to those feelings was to leave. And providing that answer as I just gave it has taken me years to say so succinctly. So, and even then, that's not an answer that I give to people up until now on this very podcast. (laughs) But that is an answer that I had to reflect on to realize that's certainly not something I'm just going to be throwing out to everybody who asks, but it is something that I had to sit and process with my therapist to come up with, to reflect on any part I played in the relationship, in the relationship ending Any signs I ignored, any intuition I ignored, just all of it, right? So that I can know and understand and create a nice positive narrative of the relationship and so that I can go into the next relationship wiser and stronger and better. So that is the reflecting piece. Tip number three is probably the most important one, I think, and also my favorite one. Say only what you want. You do not owe anybody, not a single soul, not a single person on this planet absolutely needs to know anything about your relationship. Okay? So when you get these questions, you can give a nice, firm, I appreciate your concern, but I don't feel comfortable answering that, right? Shut it all the way down because again, you owe no one any details about your relationship. Or if you are the kind, you're a sharer, you can give them the answer you've come to after all of your reflection. And if you want to meet somewhere in the middle, you can give a nice brief answer, kind of a generic overview, right? Uh, Because really that question, did you see it coming? And really most other questions are completely irrelevant. What does it matter if we saw it coming or not? Seeing it coming doesn't lessen my trauma or life changes. It doesn't minimize my feelings of sorrow or loneliness. I'd wager it doesn't even mean I'd have an easier or lesser divorce than someone who did see it coming? Like, what does that even mean? And why do we even care? Right? I think it can sometimes carry an undertone of judgment that you should have seen it coming, or you wouldn't be in the situation if you did see it coming, or why didn't you see it coming? Right? So again, you don't have to tell anybody anything that you don't want to tell them. I usually like to give them a nice little, we're not going to talk about this, but also a kind of a shock value. So my favorite response to the question is when they say, did you see it coming or what happened? Sometimes I'll give a very sarcastic, of course I did. And I thought it would be fun to just disturb my life in this way. Thank you so much for asking. Or the beginning when people would ask me oh where's your husband or what happened I'd say oh he decided he didn't want to be married to me anymore what's your next question and their mouth would usually drop and they'd have nothing else to say and I would feel a sense of well you know but now I bet you won't ask me anything else (laughs) right so answer in the way that works best with your personality if you're kind of a free-spirited sharing is caring girl tell your whole story Right. I mean, I kind of do that here on this podcast. But if you're the kind where you're very private, uh, you're very guarded, then don't tell them anything. You know, you don't owe them any explanation. So if you're separated or divorced or going through a breakup, have patience with friends and family who ask questions like this. Respond with kindness because they usually mean well but on the off chance that they don't respond with a nice little mixture of kindness and firmness. If you're a friend or family member to someone who separated or divorced, let them tell you what they want when they're ready. Save the questions for later on in the healing process, or don't ask them at all. Wait for them to come and tell you. And thank you for just being there and supporting them and me. So I think that's about it. You know, I think that there was a little overlap between this episode and the episode about managing their opinions, but hopefully this was helpful. Thank you again for listening to an episode of Grab Your Light, the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please tell a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram so that we can become friends. Thank you and have a wonderful day, week, and month. Bye.